Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. We have arrived. The 2023 NFL season kicks off in just a few short minutes. I'm Johnny Venerable. He is Bull Brock. While the Cardinals, Bull Brock, do not play until Sunday morning, Chiefs-Lions momentarily kicks off on Thursday Night Football. So I thought it would be appropriate. We've done this once or twice this offseason, but put a crescendo on this offseason and say definitively today you get Bull Brock, you get Johnny Venerable's season prediction win total and loss total for our precious Arizona Cardinals. Johnny, always great to see you, everybody in the chat. Nice I have say. fire in my gut. This is the NFL season is moments from kicking off. Uh, it's unbelievable. We have one practice left for the Arizona Cardinals before they hit the road and go to Washington. Mr. Gannon goes to Washington, hopefully going to deliver a big L to the commanders and ruin their new ownership party. Uh, yeah. I mean, we are going to uh, attempt, I believe this is a fool's errand to try to predict their schedule okay, once bro. again um, and see what their win total is. But I, I think it, it could be a little bit of counterintuitive to the direction of the organization, as far as, you know, what we've been talking about on this podcast. And then like, once you kind of get lost in the weeds, as far as wins and losses, you might get bogged down by, you know, hey, are they are they going the right direction? Because I just think, you know, it, it's going to look like this on paper and then it's going to not match with what we've been saying as far as all the good things Jonathan Gannon and crew are doing. You know, I, I saw Caleb Williams again in the headlines today and I'm like, man, I just feel like more so than anything now, I, I just want this team to win games this year. Not that I didn't want them to win games before. I absolutely did. But there was always that caveat like, oh, the Caleb Williams, he could be an... I'm I'm over that. I'm so over that at this point. It's the beginning of September. I want these dubs, not only for the coaching staff, the new coaching staff, but for these players. You're going to hear from Buda Baker later on in this show. That, that guy's got a fire in his gut. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's ready to kick ass and take names come this Sunday at Washington. So without further ado, Bo and I are going to go game by game and give, uh, give everybody our <laughs> prediction as it pertains to this season. I'm excited about it. This is going to be a hot topic. Uh, I think both, we remember last year, you and I both picked the Arizona Cardinals to have a winning record. They did not. I think you were like nine wins. Maybe I was about 10 wins. Throw those um, receipts out. Yeah, a little, little bit up. different. This year, it's 2023, and uh, we're going to have some fun. Hooker by crook, this team, they're going to compete. They're going to they're gonna play these games. We know that these, are, these games are going to take place. How are they going to do? 
Let's start with Washington week one, Bo Brock, September 10th. We'll be at BetMGM. Win or loss for the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday. Damn it. I don't want to give my prediction this early in the week. I want to save that for Friday at the end of the show. Uh, if I had to decide right now, look, is as much as I think that they're doing the right thing, they pivoted the right direction in the quarterback position, I think operationally it's going to look a lot smoother. Uh, I still think that Washington, all the all that they've invested on the defensive side of the football as far as draft capital, I think that Washington gets the, the win at home over the Arizona Cardinals to open the season. But I think I think they cover the seven points the Cardinals do. Um, I just I, I think it's just a, it's a tough scenario to come out with a dub. I disagree. Uh, Cardinals are winning at Washington on Sunday. They are going to vent all their frustration, and uh, I, I think they're going to win convincingly. I, wow. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a comfortable victory because I I don't buy into Sam Hell and his fraudulent ways. I think Ron Rivera is going to be fired at the end of the year. Uh, the Cardinals are not going to be a great team this year, but they are certainly much better coached. They're going to win the debut of Jonathan Gannon, and we're going to talk more about that game today and tomorrow's game preview. But for the sake of our predictions, we move on. Week two, the New York <laughs> Giants, Bo Brock. I will go first. I okay. think they take the L. Big emotional victory. You guys are hearing me talk about that this year. A little bit of a letdown, and uh, they get beat by you know a really good head coach from Brian Dayball. Where the Cardinals hope to be this time next year, laying that foundation, that culture. Daniel Jones versus Kyler Murray is a bloodbath. Daniel Jones versus Joshua Dobbs, a little bit more even. So I have the Cardinals falling one and one after week two. Yeah, this one, uh, it's equally as challenging, right? Because I, I do believe there's uh, some still some fraudulent tendencies in the New York Giants organization as much as I was, I liked what I saw from Brian Dable, but still has Daniel Jones, a heavy investment in that quarterback uh, Barkley, of course, is the guy, is the straw that stirs the drink offensively there. Um, obviously, we're going to need to see what the Arizona Cardinals present up front defensively if they're going to be able to, you know, compete with a, with a rushing attack like Saquon. Man, um, I want to say that this might be the sign of times are changing here in the desert and Jonathan Gannon in his home debut gets the win. Because I'm not convinced that the Giants are just teams that are going to bully, play bully ball and and just outright win games that they should. I, I actually like week two as a better chance to win than week one. I love it. And listen, I think anybody in this chat right now would sign up for a split these first two weeks, and I think they will. We move on to week three, the Dallas Cowboys. If this was Kyler Murray, again, that's an easy dub. K1's undefeated against his hometown team. During his uh, five-year NFL career, he's not playing, of course, at least the first four weeks. This is a loss, unfortunately. Dallas, much better personnel up and down the roster. I like Dan Quinn a lot, so do the Cardinals. I don't think it's a bloodbath by any means, but I do think it's the side of, you know, Dallas is trying to win a championship, a Super Bowl this year. I think they're going to be a top seed in the NFC. I've got the Cardinals falling to one and two, Bo. Yeah, this is a, that's a tough one. I, I As much as I hope that uh, Mike McCarthy is a terrible play caller, as, much, as terrible as I believe he can be, that we saw you know, in his final game in Green Bay, remember when Josh Rosen and Chase Edmonds rolled into historic Lambeau Field and handed Mike McCarthy his walking papers uh, at the end of his tenure there? I'd love to see him continue to pile on the Dallas Cowboys who have high expectations, but that defense is nasty. Micah Parsons could win this game on his own. Uh, yeah, it, they fall to one and two as much as I'd love to see the Cardinals beat the Cowboys in the desert. 
Uh, week four, you're at Santa Clara taking on Brock Purdy. Maybe it could be Sam Darnold and the San Francisco 49ers. And again, very similar to Dallas. I think well-coached, loaded mm-hmm. roster, and a capable quarterback. I, I like the Cardinals against the Niners maybe later in the season. If, mm-hmm. if you think I'm nuts, just I, I just I like where this is trending for them late. I don't think they get the dub early on. I've got them falling to one and three. Again, it's not going to be a bloodbath, but you're going to see some limitations in terms of the haves and the have-nots and everybody who's going for it and everybody else who's rebuilding, Bo. Yeah, I mean, San Francisco's paying that core that they drafted and developed, and rightfully so. At some point, they're going to have to uh, pay the mortgage on that, and it's going to be it's going to cost them a lot, and, and they'll fall by the wayside. It's not going to just be a winning for years to come, but right now they're primed to be one of the contenders in AFC, and going on the road is a tough task for John Jonathan Gannon and crew. Yeah, I've got this as another L. Now, this next one, I think we're starting to get into... Uh, at least as far as the pup goes, you know, the first game that Kyler Murray could be eligible to return from the pup. That's uh, week five at home against Joe Burrow and crew in the Bengals. This is an upset and people are going to, you know, throw up if they're, you know, in o- Cincinnati, Ohio, greater area. I think the Cardinals beat the Bengals um, at home. I think this is a signature win for Jonathan Gannon and company. Go back. First of all, Zach Taylor, not a great head coach. This Bengal team, Tends to play down to their competition. Go back to last year, right? A couple bad losses. Even the year they went to the Super Bowl, played below expectations during parts of the regular season, got blown out by the Cleveland Browns that year. The Bengals are not immune to a rough regular season loss or two or three. I have the Cardinals beating the Bengals at home on a last-second Matt Prater field goal. <laughs> Cardinals, they, they moved to two and five with two wins against, I think, respectable teams, and uh, they got a little bit of mojo going. Whether that's Kyler Murray or Joshua Dobbs, I think the Cardinals beat Cincinnati in Week 5. That would be huge, right? It would be The desert would be rocking if, if that happened. I just think there's too much talent on the offensive side of the football. Lou Anarumo is a wizard as far as calling a defense. Amadillo? Uh, Amarumo? Armadillo? <laughs> uh, week five, I think it goes to the Bungles. Let's take a vibe check here, though. Jose saying two and two in the first four games. That's how he sees it. Self-serving media saying the Cards are not the worst team in football. The LA Lambs are. We'll get to that. That's coming up in the next week. Uh, you've got also B-, B Hatch saying worst team in football. Two wins, maybe. Arizona Annabelle saying Kyler coming back week ten to try to get a few cheap wins. But now I think. Johnny, as we get to week six here and we are firmly in Kyler territory, uh, regardless of if it's Kyler Murray or not, I think that this, if I'm willing to put any amount of money on any of the games on their schedule, I think October 15th against the Rams is the one that they absolutely get that dub. Agreed. Uh, They have a a win streak going for your boy. They beat Sean McVay and company, albeit at SoFi. And is this the point in the season where the LA Rams start to sell off parts ahead of the trade deadline? They've got different kind of investments than the Arizona Cardinals do. They have their first round pick next year. I've said it multiple times. I think the Cardinals finish ahead of the Rams in the standings this year. I think Stafford, Donald, Cup are all on borrowed time with this franchise. Could all be gone after this year. So I have the Cardinals moving to gasp 500 after week three they are three and three will they remain at 500 that remains to be seen moving into ball brock week seven and i'm gonna go with a loss on the road at seattle seattle i think is gonna have a little bit of a regression season in terms of quarterback play from geno smith 
but I it's it's tough to go in and beat Seattle at their place. They're so well coached. They've got a lot of young talent. The Cardinals are attempting to aspire to be what Seattle is replicating on the fly with this rebuild. I have the Cardinals losing at Seattle, second consecutive year to fall to three and four. Yeah, the, the new Legion of Boom and what they're trying to build out there, two talented cornerbacks. Uh, they've they've done a good job in year two of this rebuild ahead of schedule last year. And, you know, the Cardinals have, have done a good job regardless of what their roster status is year in and year out and, you know, at least stealing one game against the Seattle Seahawks. Um, does it happen week seven? I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I, I don't think it happens this early in the season. And I think that this next upcoming game against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, uh, is is the final game until you get into a pretty favorable stretch of your schedule to where you could potentially add a couple wins. But this Ravens game, Johnny, uh, if Baltimore is at fr- full strength, I think that they get the win coming into State Farm Stadium. Yeah, the Cardinals don't have the horses if Lamar Jackson is cooking to, to contain him on the perimeter, I don't think. And the Ravens kind of play a style of football that I think is very fearful fearful for the Arizona Cardinals, similar to San Francisco, where they want to run the ball right at you. And well, I think the Cardinals will be in the right position. They're going to be limited with the talent that they have, specifically at three and five technique defensive line. So I'm with you. I've got the Cardinals dropping their second consecutive game to fall to three and five. Now, week nine is an interesting one, Bo Brock. Yeah. Jonathan Gannon's homecoming against the Cleveland Browns. A lot of people are drinking the Kool-Aid with Deshaun Watson and company this year. Well, I, I like the Cardinals infrastructure more. I certainly like Kyler Murray more than Deshaun Watson. I am not going to pick them to beat Cleveland at home. I think this is a tough matchup. Nick Chubb and company, Drew Petzing, you know, they know exactly what he wants yep. to do offensively. I have the Cardinals losing their third straight on the road in a probably a very competitive game. Hopefully Kyler versus Deshaun. I'd pay money to see that. But the Cardinals fall to three and six in a close loss at Cleveland. I want to save face here because I think this is the this stop this is the loss and then the bleeding stops for a while. Like Cleveland, it's it, I think they've got enough talent to they have where a lot of talent. Yeah, where I think that in, in Deshaun Watson, if if he can knock the rust off finally, and at this point in the season he should be rolling, uh, it, it's going to be tough sledding for the Arizona Cardinals. So I think they take the L here, despite the I'm coming home for JG. It's it's going to be. A rude homecoming for the Arizona Cardinals head coach. No, I think it's going to be a tight game. I mean, I think yeah, most I of these, too. can I say that for most of the schedule? I sure think that these are going to be tight contests. I really do. I think you're going to be really and pleasantly surprised by how competitive this, this roster that everybody seems to want to count out and doesn't want to favor in any of the games on the schedule, according to DraftKings. I think you're going to like how they compete and how they are, how they operate and how how they're not going to be leading the leagues in, in penalties or anything like that. So I think they take the L on the road against Cleveland. And then let's look at this stretch, Mr. Damon Dog. Let's take a look at some very winnable games. Week 10, let's start with it right now. The Atlanta Falcons fly to the desert, Johnny. Are you ready to start maybe stacking some wins for this Cardinals team? Stacks on stacks on stacks. The Cardinals <laughs> win week 10 again against Bijan. A little Dijon, Bijan and company. Desmond Ritter, he's going to be trotting out there looking to save his career. Arthur Smith's been fired at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah, the week 10, that's, a, that's an easy dub. Dare I say that's a double-digit win for Kyler Murray and company, Jonathan Gannon, 
And uh, that moves my uh, win total to four wins thus far. Okay. Uh, well, Brock, I'm guessing you're going to do the same here. Yeah, I think this is a dub. I think that, you know, you, you like the skill players that they've accumulated over the last couple of years. Still can't play the most important position in sports. You're right. As far as a guy calling the shots there, Arthur, Arthur Smith, probably a guy whose seat is really hot right now. Couldn't motivate anybody. Uh, I don't think that the Cardinals are going to fall short in this one. They're going to take advantage of uh, a really tough, tough team that is is got a, a little bit of a, a rebuild kind of in their in their near future, like a mini rebuild. Because I think they've got a couple interesting pieces there, but they they didn't build with the right pieces outside of AJ Terrell. Um, and then I think, hey, look, this is the first one on my schedule, Johnny. Back to back wins in the, in the top draft pick bowl between the Arizona Cardinals and the Houston Texans. The Cardinals go on the road and uh, they just pick apart CJ Stroud if he's still starting by then. Uh, the 21 year old quarterback is have he'll be licking his wounds during his rookie season at this point. And the Cardinals will just improve their own draft pick or their the Texans draft pick that they own by beating Houston week 11. I think they win as well. Uh, this there's a lot riding on this game for many different aspects. Um, I think the Cardinals are more talented than Houston. I think they're better, better coach, frankly. I like to make Ryan's fine, but Kyler Murray versus CJ Stroud, give me K1. And uh, give me, shockingly, the shockingest of shocking developments. They get to their fifth win of the season for your boy. However, they will drop a division game week 12. A letdown game against Sean McVay happens every year. Losing a game they're not supposed to. Maybe if they're Sean McVay going to be coaching by then? Or is he going to have left? Is he going to be on a sabbatical? I just feel like young team maybe going through some bumps over the course of a rebuild season. I've got the Cardinals losing. Listen, I don't I don't think the Cardinals are going to sweep the LA Rams. I think they're going to have a better record, but it's it's hard to sweep a great coach. I think Sean McVay, you know, gets gets a nice win for for he and whatever is left of that LA Rams team at State Farm Stadium because what Sean is able to do that a lot of coaches aren't is he gets the most out of his players. And while I can't name a single defender for them outside of Aaron Donald like They'll get their guys, you know, rocking and rolling later in the year. It's it's hard to win in this division, so I can't sit here and say that Gannon is going to sweep Sean McVay year one. Uh, I think I mean, I'm I'm just so out on the Rams. I, I think that's that, fine. I hope you're I right. I think McVay, even though he's been, you know, one of the obviously one of the all star coaches in the NFL, he's kind of got his he's got one foot in. He really does. And the what what they're going to face, the adversity they're going to face this season is unlike anything he's ever seen. Uh, I know, and that's coming off a really rough year last season. But I'm with Jose. I think that uh, I think the Cardinals will beat LA, sweep the season series, uh, and look at that. Have they won three in a row according to my rec- uh, to, to my schedule? Let's take a look at that. Homer, Homer boy, yeah, look at that. I'm just guzzling the Kool Aid right now. I'm just I, I, I might <laughs> want to take it easy. All that sugar that I'm sucking down here. But uh, and and then I think. Uh, unfortunately, as much as you want to ride some momentum in the offseason, I think that this the schedule toughens back up. But look, yep. I mean, I think also week 12, I'm almost positive Kyler Murray's back in the lineup by then. I think your quarterback play is, is has, has he's if probably not finding his stride, picking up this system, getting more and more comfortable. That's why I think you know that Rams game, uh, is a legit winnable game. And then you know, you got to go on the road to the Steel City. That's where it's a little. That's where some humble pie, uh, just before the holidays, starts to be consumed by the Cardinals. 
while I think they're going to play better as the season goes on, as it relates to some of these younger players, there's going to be a rookie wall for guys like Michael Wilson, Paris Johnson Jr. and company. And I, I do think that Kyler Murray is going to have his ups and downs just coming back from an ACL. And I think this is the hardest stretch of the season for me. It might be for some to begin the season. I think the Cardinals will play over their heads at times. I, I've got them losing uh, a couple of games in a row. We'll start with week 13 in Pittsburgh. Uh, Mike Tomlin and company. I think Pittsburgh, their roster is, is probably one of the best that people don't talk about. The receiving core, uh, I think, is, is going to take that next step this year. George Pickens, a guy Steve Kime wouldn't like at wide receiver. And then we move on to the bye week, <laughs> uh, late bye week. And for the Cardinals, who don't have a lot of depth, this could be troublesome. And so, you know, I've got them losing a couple games in a row here, in part because the attrition for this team with minimal depth is going to be tested. Like they're going to be going through practice squad pl players at this point, picking up guys off off waiver claims, trying to just get healthy and end on a good note in 2023. And Bo, we look at week 15 again. Like I, what's left of the Cardinals roster to play San Francisco? I hope it's on the upswing. I hope we're yeah. talking about a breakout season from a couple of young players. It just I I feel like Kyle Shanahan at the end of the year for the San Francisco 49ers is usually pretty good. Yeah, it, I mean in. You know, Tom Brady's teams used to do this. Like they, they used to get hot at this time and gearing up for the most important part of the season, important stretch of the season when you're playing for first round bye, when you're playing for playoff seeding and you're trying to get your team ready for January and February football. And uh, I think that the, the Niners are, are a team that uh, are poised to do so. They sweep the Cardinals season series. And then we get to a really interesting team, Johnny, in week 16. Christmas Eve is it, like, we'll know a lot about Justin Fields by now. Like is, is, was the Chicago, the, this experiment, did it work? The, the Ryan polls, did he pull it off that this rebuild and, and get these guys in a position to where Fields is a franchise quarterback, check that box. And they surround him with enough talent to, to where they're, they're can, you know, playing for something at this point. Uh, I love the Cardinals in this game in part because we are due you hear me, Cardinals, due for a good Christmas Eve, Christmas Day showing from you. I know they almost beat Tampa last year on Christmas Day. Didn't get the dub, and that was all part of the plan at some point. The year before, I had to watch Carson Wentz beat the Cardinals, knock them out of the NFC West title. They make up for it this year with JG and company. They go into Soldier Field, a place they've had a lot of success with. Under Bruce Arians, Cliff Kingsbury, they've gone in there and played well against the Chicago Bears. I think Kyler Murray goes and outduels Justin Fields on a nationally televised primetime game. On Christmas Day, it's flexed at that point, and the Cardinals get their sixth win of the season. Book it right now. I love it. I love it. That would be the ultimate gift. Uh, you know, I mean, that would be that's that's Christmas come early. Uh, a, a win on December twenty fourth for Cardinals fans, and then I think at that point, I mean, if you're looking either at what my predictions are or Johnny's predictions are, if if Kyler Murray can lead to the Cardinals, because I've got. Up until the Bears game, they've got five wins. That probably takes you out of, at least with your own pick, out of 1-1, one, one, you know, striking distance, right? Yeah, uh, I think four I, wins does, but yeah, that's yeah. fair. Right. I think it's cements, you know, Kyler Murray is, is the, you know, can, even more so is the future of the quarterback position for the Cardinals, the future in the present. Uh, and, you know, I think that he can get the, a, a big dub and maybe just kind of, that's it and say, Hey, I think that we've shown enough this season to where, you know, the last two games of the season, you, you focus on guys staying healthy going into the off season, who are your building blocks? I think that that would be a great kind of, uh, I guess, encore to, uh, Jonathan Gannon, Monty Osford's first season. I hate the Eagles. 
and their yeah. fan base. Sure. Uh, and I think the roster's elite. I think Nick Sirianni lays an egg this year. I think he's exposed losing both of his coordinators. If you read the athletic article yesterday about Jonathan Gannon, I mean, it was Gannon's decision. And we knew this behind the scenes to recommend that Saint Shane Stetchen call Steichen. plays Steichen, mm-hmm. Stetchen, mm-hmm. Steichen. So Nick Sirianni, what would you say you do here? Uh, you go 500. I think they're nine and eight, eight, nine this year. However, I do think that the Cardinals lose a game to Jalen Hurts and company, similar to Baltimore, similar style of play. Very difficult with the Cardinals without the horses. Give me, give me a game against Philadelphia in 2024, but I don't like their chances this year. They're just too undermanned. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. If if any of these these games you could pick for an outright dub, you you, yeah. you could have that wish. It would be yes. this game, December thirty first. And then, you know, hopefully Philly fans would would make the New Year's resolution to stop being such cretins going forward. But we know that's not <laughs> going to happen. Uh, yeah, but that's just a tough matchup. And, and it's a team that's going to be playing just like San Francisco late in the season uh, for for playoff position. And then this final week 18 at home, you welcome the uh, Seattle Seahawks, who probably also are in that playoff conversation, have a lot to play for a lot more than than the Cardinals probably will at this point. Unless they're sitting players, which could be a possibility, although I think they're about the same kind of team as last year, nine-plus wins. So I'm going to go with a loss in that game. But I think we picked the same amount of wins. Did you pick them to beat Chicago or no? I did. I want that. I think, That's my Christmas wish this year. Yeah. I'll, I've I'll got be them. upon a star. I'll be putting the cookies out and yeah. the uh, Four Peaks beer for Santa Claus and saying, hey, all I want for Christmas is, is a dub from Jonathan Gannon and crew. Six. And 11 from your boys here at PHNX Cardinals. Didn't pick the same games. If, if I'm printing that off and I'm giving you an old uh, ink boy pen, are you, are you signing off on that right now? Probably. Yeah. Because I despise all the hate that this team has gotten for this coaching staff and this quarterback. And I so badly want to see them stick it to everybody. And I, I think they're going to. There are going to be days that you turn on your television after you just watched us here on YouTube and you watch this team win games they're not supposed to win. I full wholeheartedly believe that happens. The number one way a team gets to the number one pick easily, above all else, not bad defensive line player. It's, is their quarterback worth a damn or not? Do they have a liability quarterback? I think Dobbs is going to be okay. And then Kyler Murray is going to come back and look like Kyler Murray at times. And that's why I think this team can overachieve this year, Bo. Yeah. And right around that time, there'll be like the college football playoff championship game. And we'll just be sitting there looking at all the draft picks that they have as well and where they're going to utilize them. You know, maybe Marvin Harrison Jr., Joe Alts or Jared Verse. It's just going to be a great time of season. Maybe a Brock Bowers. I don't know. Let's get crazy. Well, let's not get that crazy. You get crazy <laughs> right now, though, with our friends at BetMGM, and they're going to help you out. So if you bet 10, you get 200. How about this? Ba-ba-ba-bam. The Johnny Venerable BetMGM a Parlay Pick of the Week for tonight's game. If you can hustle BetMGM right now, you've got under a minute, I think, to place this bet. Do it. It's the Detroit Lions money line, of course, parlayed, and Amon St. Brown, anytime, Tuddy. That's going to get you not plus 100 not plus 200. How about plus 360 with our friends at BetMGM? And if you're still not in full confidence, dabble with BetMGM. Bet 10, get 200. You download the app on your Android, iOS, or log in on your desktop. Sign up with, you guessed it, PHNX as that bonus code. 
deposit at least 10 bones on your newly created account. And again, once you place that sweet, sweet qualifying bet, you're going to receive $200 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. So you win that money tonight on Johnny's parlay pick of Amon Ron and the Detroit Lions money line. You get to keep that plus your bonus bets of 200 doesn't matter how the bet ends up, but it does matter. You go to BetMGM with that bonus code PHNX. Uh, it's it's the place to be right now during the NFL season, as well as our guy Shane Diefenbach talking about it in the disclaimer. Problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Hanging out in the bullpen here at uh, PHNX Sports before the show with our guy Damon Dog and of course Sean DePaz. Uh, they were looking at some spreads. The, Sean was big on Noah Gray with Travis Kelsey going out. There's some nice, tasty. I don't hate that. Noah Gray out there. Uh, we saw him score a touchdown here in the desert in preseason week two. Kind of like it. Also, you know what I like? Uh, Burrito Express. If you're looking for a quick meal because you don't want to miss any of the game, you're on your way home from work, just stop by our friends over at Burrito Express. Uh, Of course, you're supporting a local business here in the great state of Arizona, and they've got fire burritos. You can't go wrong. They they really get it right as far as just the bean and cheese, and then they go the extra mile as far as their other delicious burrito, burrito bowls that they have at their multiple valley locations, but including that Tempe, Burrito Express, and of course they take care of our Sun Devil athletes. They've got Jalen Conyers, they got Elijah Badger, they've got everybody uh, that you know on that Sun Devils team. August nineteenth, their Tempe location, uh, they they were having the, that meet and greet, hanging out with some of those Sun Devil athletes. Could happen at any point because I know that Jalen loves to just pop in, get his breakfast burrito on at Burrito Express. Check them out on social media, media at Burrito EXP. Follow them there. And, of course, check them out at their many value locations. Uh, we are just three days away from the opening kickoff for the 2023 NFL season for our precious Arizona Cardinals as they take on the Washington Commanders. And, Bull Brock, you were at practice today. And, uh, I mean, listen, if you want to read between the tea leaves, if you don't want to believe us or Ian Rappaport about Joshua Dobbs starting, I think you can just look to the Cardinals' maybe social team. Since Joshua Dobbs has gotten here, God love him, I haven't seen one clip of Clayton Toon do anything. They posted one today. They oh, did. did they post yeah. one? It must, was, was he filling up Gatorades for people? Is that what was going on? <laughs> I saw Joshua Dobbs sling it about 10 times. It got must have gotten buried on my timeline because it's as if the Cardinals are trying to tell you who they're playing at quarterback. Oh, hey, here's here's Josh Dobbs to Trey McBride. Here's Josh Dobbs to Michael Wilson. I just everybody get on board with number nine. I'm I'm excited to watch him play yeah. uh, above all else, and I'm excited hopefully that he has his full array of weaponry, Bill Brock. Yeah, so another limited day if we take a look at the injury report. Uh, no Kelvin Beecham out there. So the offensive line, they might be down another kind of depth piece, but they're starting five intact, which is the most important part. But Kelvin Beecham, your, your main swing tackle, the guy that you felt like Josh Jones becomes very expendable. Uh, he did not practice after being limited yesterday with a hand injury. And then uh, Hollywood Brown was limited. He's out there. Zach Ertz continues to be limited. And then Dennis Gardeck continues to be full go. Dennis the Barbarian Gardeck. Uh, but Marquise Brown, we caught up with him post-practice in the locker room. 
And, you know, for those maybe who have him rostered on their fantasy team or just you Cardinals fans out there, you want to see wide receiver one in action, Hollywood Brown feeling pretty confident about his ability to play on Sunday. I feel good. I feel like I'm going to go out there this Sunday. I'm going to have a good game, help the team win. There you go. Not much to it. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to play well. I'm going to help the team win. And that's that's going to be that. And then as far as just kind of what he's seeing from his quarterback, Joshua Dobbs. Uh, you know, he's taking control. Uh, he's comfortable in the offense. Uh, so I think he's ready to go. Taking control. You like to hear that from Joshua Dobbs. A couple quick sound bites there from, from Hollywood Brown. But uh, it seems like offensively, the wide receiver core, um, not talking about the Titans. I, I think there's still question marks as far as the availability of Ertz, but I think that, you know, you'll have a full staff in the receiving core. And it needs to include Hollywood Brown because he yeah. needs to put himself in position to get paid. And I know he wants to do what's best for the team. If you asked him and I believe him, he wants to be here. I got to ask today over text message, Bo, is, is Hollywood going to be on the team 2024? I, I don't know, but I know this. Even if he's hurt, he's going to play. And that's the mindset right now. Yeah. You, you've told me privately, it's like he might be limited off and all year. He's got some nagging yeah. stuff he's working through. He's already an undersized receiver. So I think a, a great way to ingratiate yourself to a new staff who did not draft you, who did not trade for you, go out there and compete on Sunday and help your quarterback. We talked about it yesterday. Who's going to go out there and make a play for Joshua Dobbs? When the play breaks down, who can get open for number nine? to help mm -hmm. extend drives and who's going to leave them out to dry. Who's dropping passes Rondell Moore in the past. Who's fumbling the football, right? Who's putting the ball on the turf. Who's missing blocks. You have to be able to take a guy who's been here for two weeks and elevate him and prop him up. The great players do that. That's why I feel like if they could just get some rhythm catches going for Trey McBride. Mm -hmm. I think he can be that person. I think Michael Wilson specifically in the red zone can be that person. And of course I think our guy, Greg Dorch can do that with his yak ability, but the, the one thing I'm looking for offensively for this team, obviously outside of efficiency when it comes to Dobbs throwing the football, is who is helping their quarterback make plays? Because if you're going to win a game like this as a severe underdog on the road, albeit to Sam Howell and company, mm -hmm. you have to be able to overcome the adversity that comes with playing a backup, right? It's what, it's what the Cardinals got and gave to Colt McCoy two mm -hmm. years ago during that really nice run under Cliff Kingsbury. Um De DeAndre Hopkins elevated his quarterback, AJ Green, James Connor, the offensive line protected. It's why Amari Cooper McCoy, last year. Amari Cooper last year with yeah. Jacoby Brissett. Who's going to step up? And ideally, it starts with Hollywood Brown. Absolutely. I mean, preach, buddy. I mean, I think that that Hollywood Brown, it, with it's such a paramount season for him in, in trying to really keep himself as as one of the guys that's viewed as you know probably fringe wide receiver one he's got to play that role just right out in his in his potentially final season for the Arizona Cardinals he's just got to show that he's worth the investment whether it's here or whether it's elsewhere and he starts you know week one where who's the who's got the the best ability starting out of the gates because you know Dorch is is a backup slot right now to just go out there and just get open Who's who's going to Joshua Dobbs it's how, it's when he's it. under when he's under pressure and he can only take a glimpse downfield and he needs to look for a red Arizona uniform in in grass? It's got to be Hollywood Brown that that's the one that's going to get out get open and absolutely zone to Tucson make it happen. I love this super chat, AZ fan nineteen ninety eight friend of the program now two dollars super chat. Cardinals make it to the wild card. W coming soon. If that happens, John Gannon is the coach of the year. He might be the coach of the decade. 
Like if, if Jonathan, <laughs> if Jonathan Gannon gets this team and I love this team to like eight wins and they make a yeah. wild card, oh, like man. rename, rename the coach. Everybody in Philadelphia, first of all, has to write a yep. handwritten apology note to Jonathan Gannon. They can't they, with crayons or what? <laughs> and, they, and then they have to hang on now. That could become <laughs> troublesome for, for us here in a couple of weeks. Um, and then also they have to rename the trophy, the Jonathan Gannon uh, coach of the year award. Uh, I would yeah. love that. I would absolutely love yeah. that. Somebody yeah. in the chat asked Not earlier. Gannon, fire in your gut award. That's right. I <laughs> uh, asked where I got this hat. It's from the PHNX merchandise locker. Yes. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. Thank you so much. It's legit my favorite hat. Now, I don't always wear it, though, because if I'm eating wings at BetMGM and then I get it all over my hat, that's a bad look for your boy, right? There's too much white going on here. Uh, <laughs> continuing the conversation surrounding Joshua Dobbs. We talked about it yesterday, Bo. A mm-hmm. good day for Dobbs. Two t- two touchdowns, two total touchdowns, around yeah. 60% completion. After watching him, albeit against Cardinal players in practice, very limited time, do you believe he's capable of that kind of performance against Washington? State? I do. Yeah, I do. I mean, as far as everything that they're saying, and of course, this it could be a, a bit of hyperbole coming from coaching staff that that's lifting him up and, and, and his new teammates, right? Trying to make him feel comfortable. But I think, you know, as far as him acclimating, picking up the system, quickly and, and being a guy that has like as Hollywood said commanded the huddle that's exactly what, it, what you want to hear because yeah. when you compare that with you know the athleticism that he has and it's not you know Kyler Murray athleticism it's not like Lamar Jackson or anything like that but it's like what you're going to see on the other side of the field Sam Howell enough athleticism that it's uh it, it's kind of um pest like to yeah Opposing defenses where he, he's just athletic enough where he's going to be able to get out, move the pocket, maybe pick up a first down with his legs. And then he's got the arm strength. Like that's the biggest thing that we didn't see all training camp long was the lack of arm strength, the ability to make the throws within this offense. He can make all of them. Now, are they going to be on the nose? Are they going to be in, you know, the, the rhythm and timing that Petsing wants to see? Uh, I mean, I think it's, it's a little unrealistic to say that that's going to happen right out of the gates, but in his, his biggest issue is accuracy, but I think that he's going to be able to be a guy that with open receivers can, can find them and get the ball to him. Yeah. To me, it's, it, you cannot ask him to make the precision throws of a Kyler Murray, obviously a franchise quarterback where he has to fit it in tight numbers. And that's going to be, that's going to be troublesome if they fall behind early. But for me, it's like scheming up 15 to 20 plays, getting some people open and separated because I, I do think this secondary is susceptible to the big play. We saw it last year. Can Yelda Froldholt, Will Hernandez, and company on the interior give him a pocket to step up into to be able to deliver strikes downfield to the open receiver? I think so. And I also, I'm like, rip the bandaid off, get him out in space, and let him run around a little bit. I wonder if there's going to be hesitation given that the lack of depth in the quarterback room. I would say, you know what, F that. This is this guy's opportunity to go out and compete. He may never start for another team the rest of his NFL career. I hope that's not the case. It's like leave leave it all out there. Try to win and win for your teammates. I don't, I don't want to think about where we got to preserve him for whenever Kyler Murray comes back. We need him to make it X amount of weeks. It's like if Joshua Dobbs has a, has a lane to run, I, I want to see him run. If you want to see him run potentially in person, how about dabbling with our friends at game time? Hello, game time is your premier ticketing deal ticketing app create an account and uh use that promo code phnx gonna save you 20 bucks off your first purchase i promise you i don't use any other ticketing app in part because of the egregious fees associated with that you're not going to find that with game time what you are going to find bo brock 
the cheapest place for last minute ticket deals. I'm not somebody who likes to plan in advance. I'm somebody that's like, I want to go to a game today. What can I do? And how can I find the cheapest tickets? This is the opposite. I feel like of like airline flights where if you wait to the last minute, it's super expensive game time. You are rewarded for waiting for the last minute, not only for games, concerts as well. Again, download the game time app, create an account, promo code PHNX 20 bucks off of your first purchase <laughs> terms and conditions apply. Get your last-minute tickets, the lowest price guaranteed. You should just use the promo code PHNX no matter where you go. You don't know who our yeah. partners are, but I can tell you we are partners. Start not smashing only, it into everything. That's right. With game time, it'll save you some money, 20 bucks off there, and 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses. Go to ShadyRays.com. Uh, you don't even have to go to the website anymore. Our guy Saul was saying you can go into their store in Ooh. North Scottsdale and Kierlin, find, pick out a couple sunglasses that you like, Tell them the promo code PHNX, old school way, right? You just say, hey, PHNX, and then the person behind the register is like, what am I supposed to do with that? Oh, I'm supposed to take 50% off these incredible sunglasses for you. Go do it right now. Use that code PHNX in person or online, ShadyRays.com. They also have that lost and broken replacements where they won't ask questions, but if you lose or you break your sunglasses, they will replace them. No questions long, uh, asked, and it doesn't matter when you purchase these sunglasses. Exclusively for our listeners, that PHNX promo code gets 50% off two or more pairs. Polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades are rated five stars by 250,000 people. Uh, I know everybody wants to watch the game. You still have like seven minutes before it kicks off, so continue to hang with us. Like this video. Subscribe to PHNX Sports here on YouTube. I don't know if you saw this today, Bo Brock. You're out at the Cards facility some news broke, uh, broken by DeAndre Hopkins about just how ineffective his free agency tour was this <laughs> offseason. Have you seen this? Have you heard about yeah. this? So DeAndre Hopkins, there wasn't a trade market. And if you don't believe there wasn't a trade market and you feel like Austin Ford didn't get full value, uh, think again. This came from DeAndre Hopkins to GQ. Everybody's talking to GQ this week. D-Hop, Caleb Williams. Hopkins says, Detroit Lions, they didn't want me. Dallas Cowboys didn't want me. Giants didn't want me shit. Who else wants me? <laughs> Sam Fran ain't want me. As a competitor, I can't wait to play them and honestly try my best to crush their ass. So, of course, we know Hopkins took, um, let's just say, a lesser deal to go play in Tennessee. Although they, play, they paid him decent money. I, I shouldn't say lesser. But DeAndre Hopkins, the suitors that we all assume would be there, we talked to our guy Jordan Schultz, the NFL Combine, Super Bowl Media Week. There was supposed to be a market. Guess yeah. what? didn't materialize and for whatever reason the, the league basically said no to d hop on their team in 2023 yeah i mean at least while he was a member of the arizona cardinals the, the the variables the red flags i guess you'll call them in this day and age in the nfl they were just too much to overcome to find any kind of re like realistic suitor there just wasn't yeah. i mean he, he was going to make 19 million dollars uh for whatever team wanted to acquire him and, and there just wasn't a team that had the cap space enough to open up to, to bring on DeAndre Hopkins and wasn't willing to part with an asset and they were able to uh, read the writing on the wall as far as what the organization was going to do the Cardinals I mean you can say you know their their left blinker was on or they telegraphed it way too much or they were too kind of open with them shopping DeAndre Hopkins but 31 years old he's played half the games the last two seasons um, and, and the amount of money he was making, it just wasn't going to be worth uh, the risk for any team or, or they just didn't have the ability to do it. So, you know, as far as trying to get anything for the Cardinals, you have to completely understand that. Uh, you know, I think I'm still within the belief that he's a good player. 
Um, and, and it is kind of surprising to me that when he was on the open market teams, especially like, you know, the Lions who we're going to see here in a few minutes, you know, when they had the, the guys kind of get banged for suspension, why they wouldn't be sniffing around or, or why the other teams that he brought up, you know, wouldn't want to at least just take a flyer on a guy. Um, and, and he ended up taking a Southwest flight to Nashville, <laughs> one of the saddest recruiting tours ever. And, and it, it was sad. Ended in Nashville and started in Nashville with you know Foxborough mixed in there in between, but uh, I think at this point, like stop talking to GQ, get off social media, just let your play back it up because I think he could he still has the ability to do that. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is the fact that he just wanted to be paid by whomever was willing to pay him. Yeah, because if he he could have gone to San Francisco and taken far far less, could have could have gone to Dallas. We know Dallas was interested. We had it sourced. We talked to some people at the combine. Dallas wanted to have a conversation with DeAndre Hopkins, but no team was willing to take on his price tag. And, and that's why the draft pick came and went without actually coming for the Arizona Cardinals is he wasn't going to renegotiate. And he mm. got that money from the Arizona Cardinals as a part of his, you know, buyout or cut and what they pay him like $20 million or $19 million to go away. And like he could have said, okay, I'm going to go play for contender now at the vet I mean, minimum. I got cap money. I don't, I don't know how much. Of no, that I think, I think he got. Didn't he get a good amount of money just to walk away from the Cardinals at least eight figures? So maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Somebody can yeah. correct me on, on that. But I mean, he he got a lot of guaranteed money, even though the Cardinals ended up parting ways with him. So he couldn't have gone to somebody else and was basically like, hey, I, I'm getting paid by Michael Bidwell this year. I'm going to come try to win a championship. He didn't want to do that. I mean, to each their own. You want to try to make as much money as you can in the NFL. I get that. He's already over 30 years old. But, I mean, I, I think that that quote's a little disingenuous. Like, he could have gone and played for those teams, but it would have been on their terms and their final right. terms. And that right. and that, that was not something he wanted to do. It, I think he expected, I certainly think his agent expected, he was going to be able to roll out of the Tempe facility and roll into somebody else's bank account. It's like, who wants, who wants a piece of me? You saw the market for Devontae Adams? Last year, that's that's what I'm going to get, and it just it just didn't come. And I do fear Bo. He's on like a what a one year contract this year. Like if he's got about Basically. like yeah eight nine hundred yards this year, and that team's bad. Mm-hmm. Like at what point is it is it over for DeAndre Hopkins? I hope I mean, not. He's a great player. I love watching him play, but I I do feel like we're closer to the end. I mean Tennessee is is kind of a w- former wide receiver one graveyard, right? It I is. mean like Julio Jones went there, and people are like, oh my god, they got Julio and AJ Brown, and Julio was a shell of himself, right? Yeah. Randy Moss at one point was one of the, like that's a that's a random immaculate grid entry right there that he was a Tennessee Titan at one point. Um, but yeah, it's I, I you know overplayed his hand. Who did I see say that in the chat? Was that Arizona Animal? I, or yeah, it, absolutely. I mean, it was. I, I don't think anybody anticipated this. His market bottoming out like it did. Uh, yeah, Andre Johnson. Great point, Aaron. Yeah, he was he was a Titan at one point. Uh, it's like remember the Titans of former wide receiver ones. Um, so you know, yeah, I, I believe it is true. Jalen Blair saying Hop had no guarantee money left on his deal. Um, so he kind of got that his, he, they ate the dead cap money essentially. So he, he was looking for, for like money now for this season. So he was, he wasn't going for, Hey, here, like, remember his tour of, on, you know, podcasts, whether it was like I McAfee do. or whatever. And he's saying, ah, I'd play with Josh Allen. I'd play with, you know, Aaron Rodgers. I'd play with these guys. It's like, you, you, you picked Ryan Tannehill. I saw him fall down at practice the other day with nobody around him. Like, Good luck with that. That's that's really 
somebody that wants to win. But man, was it fun to watch D Hop play in an Arizona Cardinals uniform? Like the Cardinals got, uh, they kind of got the the rest of the juice that he had left. It's going to be fun to watch Greg Dorch play for this team this year. It was fun to watch the debut of the All Purpose Podcast with my co-host Bo Brock, the GM Saul Bookman, and Greg Dorch yesterday. If you haven't checked that out, Bo Brock and company, I, I highly recommend it. It's it lives here on our YouTube page. And Bo, where else can the good people find that podcast? Yeah, wherever you find podcasts, I know it's up on Spotify. It's starting to populate Apple Podcasts. Uh, wherever you may you listen to your shows, please subscribe, follow along, give it a five-star r- rating, and, and of course, a review. Say that you love your big Cardinals fan and you love Greg Dorch. He had some really interesting insight. We know uh, we've confirmed what uniforms they're wearing on Sunday. He also confirmed who are some elite trash talkers on the Arizona Cardinals. Johnny said, Check that out. Also excited. Speaking of Greg Dortch, my T-shirt is in the mail from, of course, the PHNX locker. Uh, I got my my family our Dortch shirts. I'm going to be wearing mine on Sunday at the Bet MGM. You should order right now. Get your Greg Dortch T-shirt as well. PHNXLocker.com. Uh, again, I want to remind everybody: right now is the time to book it to Bet MGM for Sunday's matchup against the Washington Commanders. Bo Brock, myself, BG, Britton Golden, the newest member of PHNX Cardinals, Damon Dog, producing his first Sunday post game. How about this? It's the watch party for all away games with our friends at BetMGM. Join us. Food, drink offers, ticket giveaways, special prizes, and more. Kickoff's at 10 a.m., so wake up early, get your caffeine in, come on over and hang out for the day with us, PHNX Cardinals, at BetMGM. If you want those great lawn vibes, but you're not there on game day, uh, for the home games, come and hang with us for every single away game. It's a watch party. It's a party party. We're going to have a great time, great food, great drinks, and uh, hopefully great football from our sweet baby Arizona Cardinals, Jonathan Gannon's debut, as well as our debut on game day for PHNX Cardinals, Bo. Yeah, uh, I like this in the chat asking, what is GQ uh, in regards to the... <laughs> Well, it's it's what these things they used to be called uh, magazines, and mm. it's like the internet, but it's actually it's printed on paper, and then they usually would have like cover art and stuff like that, and they would do interviews, really interesting stuff. It's things for like old heads like Johnny and myself. We used to read like Sports Illustrated for kids and stuff like that. It's great. Concept doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> they still no, just no. churn out thousands and millions of pieces of paper and put them out there for magazines that just sit in stands. Yeah, a much more efficient way to get your news is to subscribe to PHNX Cardinals wherever you what get your podcast. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> Enjoy the game tonight. We're back for your definitive Cardinals at Commanders preview. Manana on a Friday. He's Bo Brock. I'm Johnny Venerable. Have a good evening.